Hey, Morgan. Oh, are you doing a cold open? Hey, Morgan. <laughs> I had something planned, but okay. Hey, Michael. No, you can do yours. No, you can do yours. No. I can save mine for another day. No, go ahead and do it. No, it's fine. You ruined it already. And action. <laughs> are you going to do yours? No, you can do yours. Mine's not really a good one. We'll try it. Okay. That's, I'm, I'm on board. I don't know how to do it. I was going to, I was going to uh tease oh we're doing a real good job so i was far. gonna tease what the show we're gonna be doing is since you don't know oh. i'll try i don't think this is gonna work oh good i'm i'm i feel confident <laughs> confidence in this hey morgan hey michael when the boogeyman goes to sleep at night he checks his closet for this person martin short This person once built a time machine, went back in time to stop the JFK assassination, but as Oswald shot, this person met all three bullets with his beard, deflecting them, and JFK's head exploded out of sheer amazement. A Vagoda. Pretty close. This person has already been to Mars, and that's why there's no signs of life there. Chuck Norris. (laughs) Okay. That was... I was like, these... I'm so stupid. I was like, these started to sound like Chuck Norris jokes. Holy shit. Are we doing a Chuck Norris show? Mm-hmm. I quit. Hello, and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name's Mike. And everybody was Morgan fighting. Hey, everybody. (laughs) It's Sensei Morgan. That's right, bitches. You didn't even say who you were. You just said, hi, everybody. Uh, I said I was Morgan fighting. I mean, listen... Everybody your, is well familiar. Your rendition was so spot on that I just assumed you were saying the words correctly. Like, and you're like, yeah. whoa, we're going to get sued. Hey, everybody. It's me, Morgan. So, Morgan, we're here. That's we're me. here to record a podcast mm-hmm. about a bad television show or That's a canceled one or one that was taken off the air. This one, I don't know if it's bad, but you know what it sure, certainly was? What? Canceled real quick. It was only on for six episodes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I started off today by saying, like I do every time we record, what are we going to record? I have no idea. And I started thinking about shows that would be fun and ridiculous. And that brought me to Walker, Texas Ranger, a show that has been on, that has been on. It's been canceled for quite some yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. But it was on for a very long time. It was on time. for nine seasons, but has a reputation for being quite silly. I've never seen Walker, Texas Ranger. Have you? I feel like I've seen an episode that here sounds there. like a no did you know that wow. there was a spinoff what they call in the industry it's, it's pretty technical i don't know if you know not familiar but uh, a spinoff Explain it to me like i'm a dummy a spinoff of a television program means that they took something from the original television series and adapted it into its own separate entity and that's what they've done in this case with a show called sons of thunder Okay, now explain to me how this is a spinoff of Tekka's whatever. Tekka Walk of Tranger. You got it. As far as I know, it has Chuck Norris as Walker as a supporting role being, I I imagine maybe he's only in the pilot, 
but then there's like a murder squad of other people. I don't know. I'm guessing. Do they take the murder train into work? So it's centered around another person who worked. I'm. I don't. I don't, don't know, know anything, anything about. This I don't is know anything great. about this show. This is wonderful. All well, of a good. This is a good spot to jump off. That's from. how we always do this. I don't understand why you're having such a problem with Sons it. Sons of Thunder sounds like. Yeah. What is this? It sounds to me like a ragtag group of stripper slash vigilantes. <laughs> And if there is not leather pants and or oiled up tanned chests in this, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. It's possible. I'm not sure. I'm guessing that one of these characters, I'm guessing the main character, Trent Malloy. Gross. Played by James Wichek. How many squats do you think he's doing a day? Oh, you think this guy's going to be ripped? Yeah. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm expecting a sweet caboose out of Trent I mean, McCloy. What was his name? Trent Malloy, yeah, right? Whatever. Is that what he said? McClack. Uh, well, that's his, his real name is Jim W I Yes, sexy S O B C E K W I C E K. How you say that? Wizgit. Wichek. Sure. I don't know. Uh, I imagine he's got to be pretty awesome to impress Chuck Norris. Uh, what is Eric Norris's proximity to this show? I think he has something to do with it, or maybe Aaron Norris. Uh, Aaron was uh, involved. I think he's the oldest. The eldest, if you will. Some people say the eldest. Neither of them are on the show. But it is created by Aaron Norris and Chuck Norris. So that's something to to consider. I'm guessing one of these characters was on Walker, Texas Ranger as like a recurring character. In order for this to be a spinoff, as you (laughs) painstakingly explained earlier. Um, So do you think, Michael? Is it going to be in Texas? Also, why is it Sons of Thunder? Who's Thunder? Should be Sons of Walker. These are the big questions we ask ourselves when we reach a certain age. Is it? Should I have a 401k? <laughs> what will I do for my retirement? Should what I leave is something behind from something behind for my loved ones? What is Sons of Thunder? And you know what I say to all those questions? I don't know. I have no fucking <laughs> clue. I ain't got no fucking clue. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be like a small town detective agency that maybe like they help out Walker sometimes with with brutal murders. I'm sticking with brutal murders. Yeah, I don't think they're in Texas, though. Let's outside job. They're in Mobile, Alabama. Okay, a lot of like oil rig based crimes. Sure. Uh, I'm imagining a lot of instances where we're um, just about to dig into some gumbo to eat gumbo there. Who knows? Big Gulf Shrimp. In Alabama? Mm-hmm. Sure. And then, you well, know. People eat gumbo here in Los Angeles. Even they, everywhere. And they're just like going to dig into it. And then they get a call over the radio and you hear, God damn it, Bart. And then Bart's like just fucking shit up all the time. Bart Simpson? Mm, no, that's from another program called The Simpsons. Bart, uh, maybe, Bart and Ernie? Maybe that's a stay tuned. Um, the Simpsons. <laughs> yep. It's all of those things. Uh, okay, let's get into this. What are we going to get in this episode? We are going to get... Well, what is... Did we... Are you agreeing that it's going to be about a detective agency? Yeah. Come up with your own thing. No, I don't think it's going to be a detective agency. I think it's going to be like a neighbor, like a sister city cop, right? Okay. A ranger. What the fuck is a ranger? It's like a specialty cop, right? It's is like, it just a Texas cop? It's only cop? Texas, yeah. 
And so it's just and a it's cop. like a holdover from like the old West days. I don't actually know the answer to this. I'm just making stuff up. It's a holdover from the old West days. Oh, good. One of our cats is throwing up. Let's oh, pause for let's that. Get it on, let's get it on tape. Can you get closer to the mic? Oh, I think you threw up on what looks like a remote control for oh. a video game console. Excellent. <laughs> and he's looking at you. Yep. Real proud. Um, okay. So territory. I'm saying he, this person, I'm going to say his name. What was his name? I don't know. Chuck Woolery. Okay. There we go. Uh, Abe Vigoda. He is the, yeah, he's going to be the equivalent of Chucky over there. Chucky? In Texas. Where was the Texas, where was he? Dallas? Do we know? Do we know anything? I don't know about? anything. It's I've, as far as I'm concerned, we can still do Walker Texas Ranger on another episode. Yeah, because I don't know shit about that. I think we I, he, should. Because from what I know, he's in Texas and he kicks people in their faces. You know what's really sad is a lot of people are very familiar with that show and they are just pulling they're screaming at their us. Hair they're like, out. you don't know who fucking the name of this guy's is. Like what did I say? Follicles are Jimmy bare. Thunder. You don't know who Trent Malloy is? One of the fucking most. It's like Chandler. He's like the Chandler of Walker, Texas Ranger. Now, for people who don't get that reference. <laughs> okay. So he's a Kramer. Mal- <clears throat> he's the real Kramer. Dred Malloy is, yes, he's going to be a Walker, Texas type Ranger. Are those the words that I need to put in succession? Some sort of police officer. So he's some sort of police officer, but I'm going to say, so let's just say he maybe he's in, let's not do it out of state. Let's keep it in Texas. Let's We're going to say he's going to be a ranger. So he's going to the be there. Let's say he's some, somewhere, play, like somewhere cool, like Austin. So he's the Austin, Texas ranger. Um, but unlike Chuck Norris, so he's dealing with hipsters. Got Chucky it. boy, who has a real, I feel like uh, he lives by a short fuse. Co- well, he has a moral code is really what I would think that okay. Chuck Norris, like he's just like the all around, all around good, good man. guy. Yeah. But doesn't hesitate to kick a man in the face no or problem. woman. Yeah. Equal opportunity. Face justice. Uh, roundhouse kicks. Um, I just thought of a really bad Chuck Norris joke that I will not say on air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was I going? This no, so I'm gonna say Trent Malloy is probably a more damaged type. Like he's maybe living in the shadows a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably got a dead wife. He's got a, a daughter that he's raising on his own. Uh, she's a teenager and really just starting some shit down at Lady Burke Bird Lake. Is that mm-hmm. a place there? That is. Okay, learned that from somebody probably you i used to live there so yeah it makes sense she's just going down to that lake with her top off is another thing not, that you can not do. a crime in austin texas <laughs> another thing i knew um that's all i got for trent so i'm going with that okay. i'm going he's a he's another ranger we're sticking pretty close in the same territory okay now let's say let's give us a specific something that's going to happen in this episode. Oh, I'm going to say no short. I'm going to count. There's going to be at least six roundhouse kicks. Okay. Um, to various I, body parts. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, you know, face, chest. Um, Butt cheeks. I'm nards. not going to think he's going to do that. I think maybe there might be, I will say one, um, maybe not even intentional, just like a coincidental nard contact. Mm-hmm. Um, no nut check. Just like, oh, just like a no, not not intentional. Just okay. like it's just like they are using like a shovel and then unintentionally get the guy right and his boys mm, and not- then and then Trent Molloy looks to camera like, well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> and then hops on his horse and, and says, rides off. Oh nuts! Now Trent 
is way above that, Michael. Okay. You clearly were not listening to me. Does Trent, Trent have a beard? Trent, I'm going to say he doesn't. I'm going to say he probably has Clean a goat. Shaven. Oh, no, a goat. Goatee. Goatee. I'm going to say soul patch. So, okay. Solo soul patch. Gross. I'm going goatee. And he plays the bass. Oh, so he's living a double life. No, I, he, he does it in his spare time to blow off steam. Yeah, but does he do it as a uh, ranger Malloy? No, he has to take off his ranger hat before he starts slapping that bass. Does he go by? Is this like a... Uh, it's his alter ego. It's a, a Ron Silver type? <laughs> it's Ron Silver. It's a real uh, Chris Gaines situation. Oh, yes. Oh, Chris Gaines. <laughs> Sexy man. I always thought Chris Gaines sounded like a more rock and roll version of Garth Brooks. Yeah, isn't that weird? Um, okay, and then I'm going to say in this, the bad guy is going to be... Chris Gaines. <laughs> oh, man. Are we going to get... Uh... I hope Garth Brooks shows up in this episode. Oh, fuck. I would... I mean, we just have to end the podcast. That's just the pinnacle of that's just, <laughs> entertainment. That, that's Yeah, that's the apex of our, t- our tastes. I'm going to say the bad guy is... Uh, a water treatment manager. Treatment. Treatment. Already he, getting that Texas. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just start slipping in. into it. I wanted to acclimate the listeners. <laughs> um, getting used to it. If I'm known for anything, it's my real good accents. Um, no, it's gonna be a water treatment manager, and he is intentionally poisoning the citizens, the fine people of Austin, with their liberal viewpoints and free love. Uh, practices and kombucha that's our bad guy yeah okay well that's possible i don't know is i don't know anything about walker texas ranger if it's like uh i feel like conservative i feel like it's like more realistic bad guy behavior okay i don't think it's is it gonna be drug dealers it's gonna be murderers i already said they solve murders it's gonna be a serial murderer it's gonna be like hannibal lecter well you said that it was a murder squad or did the description say No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm going with Ranger, and I'm saying it's going to be something, like, on the city level that they're having to deal with. I'm going to say Chuck Norris watched Seven, and he was like, yes, something like this. <gasps> and it's going to be, like, Michael. super brutal, intense Michael. murders. What's in the box? What's in the box? Okay, what else are we doing? I think that's it. I think we watched the show now. All right, let's just do this thing. Let's watch this, whatever. What is it called? Does anybody even remember? Sons of Thunder. Sons of... Oh, Jesus, that's loud. Yeah, that makes sense. Because there's, there's like, rolling thunder out there on the Texas <gasps> plains, right? Thunder Road? Thun- that, you don't, don't even <laughs> act like you fucking know that song. I do. I said I know that one and I know... You didn't know one. it when I was singing it. Now I, you know it because of me. Yeah, because I learned it. Because I retained information. How many armadillos am I going to see in this 12. episode? 12. We'll be right back. Well, you'll find the sons of thunder Underneath the Texas skies And the spirit that was thunder Is shining in their eyes I hear thunder Calling as it goes They're quick as Texas lightning They've got thunder in their souls. I hear thunder. And we're back. We're back to the show. There is thunder. 
running through my bones. Um, actually, they've got thunder in their souls under the giant Texas sky. Well, I am thunder. talking about me personally. I have thunder in my bones, in my boners. In <laughs> your bones, you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, so we watched Sons of Thunder. Did we state previously that this is brought to us by the fine people at CBS? I was going to say, I didn't mention anything about the actual yeah, show. Yeah, you really fucked up there. It was on CBS. Yes. It aired in March of 1999. Okay. Was canceled in April of 1999. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this episode... Episode one is entitled Moment of Truth. And we get that title card about 27 minutes into the show. So no joke, the credits roll for 12 minutes. The directed by a credit comes up after 12 minutes. Now, I don't want to say that this is the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it is the greatest thing I've ever seen. pretty amazing. Uh, Up top. I stopped taking notes halfway through because I found myself so enamored with what was going on on screen. I was more... I was, this is, the show became secondary. My viewing pleasure became the primary reason that I was sitting in front of the TV. I also stopped taking notes at a, well, I took notes throughout the whole thing, but I, I stopped, I stopped taking such frequent notes less because it's so good and more because I, I was like, this is literally just the same scene we just watched only it's again this time. Yeah, but they did it better the second time. (laughs) Listen, listen, I don't care what you have to say. We gotta say nothing. We gotta save our judgment till the end. You gotta be neutral. <sighs> gotta be neutral. Is this the part where we get into it? Okay, it's time to get into it. Let's get into it. All right. Let's. I mean, I always say it, but we don't have to go. Let, we'll, <sighs> we, I, we will go through it beat by beat, but it doesn't have to be in depth. We can skip over some stuff because there's a lot of just, stuff in this episode. I just feel like they did such a great job at telling this story that I don't want to besmirch the hard, hard work they put into it. It was true. so beautifully executed. The amount, ima- like... And, um, excuse me. The amount of other cop shows they must have watched and stolen from is staggering. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. It, it, literally every line and every event that happens in this is a stereotype of a cop show. It It, it is almost as if they, like, f- took all those cop shows and they put it into a computer program. The computer <laughs> program spit the show out. Basically. That's how it feels. The, the dialogue, everything. Like, if they told, if they said that that's exactly what happened uh-huh. with this. This was an experiment. It was a computer experiment. I would believe it. I would believe it, too. It, it's, Even the people. I, if you told me they were AI. <laughs> like... The way that they're I mean, delivering lines in this. To be fair, Chuck Norris. Not a real person. If you Pro- you need to prove it to me. Yeah, if you told me, if, if it came out, like in the newspaper tomorrow, Chuck Norris the whole time has been a robot, I would be like, yeah, that makes 100% yeah, no, sense. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised by this. If you've ever seen Chuck Norris act, you know that there is not no a real emotion. Person. There is no emotion behind those eyes. I, I've, I've met one of his sons. Mm-hmm. You worked with him. I worked with him. And are you sure he wasn't just a... A, a robotic I mean, clone. he could be a person, but we're not sure if, you know, he came from right. that. He could have been adopted. That visage. Could have been ad- and then I raised mean, by robots. Oh, can we make a show called Raised by Robots? Don't say that on the air. There's so many good ideas so that we good. keep giving away. All right. Let's start with, okay, first. With the fucking opening credits, which, which loudly proclaim this is going to be amazing. Yeah, no, the, the, there are so many sound cues. 
the composition in the show, first of all, amazing. There, there are, I think I counted 125, uh, like funk guitar stings. It's, it's more of a blues. Yeah. Like a blues. Yeah. To underscore somebody's <laughs> line. Um, we have in between scenes, we have this great reoccurring interstitial where it's just like fast, uh, aerial views. <laughs> It's like um, Angel. It looks like the Angel. Yeah, it totally. What, Except like, it's Dallas. Over, it's Dallas. But and we're getting a lot of like that that kind of sound that you just did. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. Or we get like a... Yes. A lot of soulful singing. And every time it's always... This is not a joke. This somebody was like, "No, this is good. This is a good idea. We need a woman, a soulful woman, screaming (laughs) thunder." Just, just in between scene setups, and it's all done a hundred percent serious. No, this is not. Yeah, this is we. This is a very serious cop show. We there are jokes, but they make sure to like be like, this part is a joke. I wonder if they if this was written by people who's uh, maybe that English was not their first language. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's not. Because there's a couple of times where I was just like, um, let's get into it. I think so, it was yeah. written by a computer. I think you nailed it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Opening credits, we learned through... That there's going to be lots of punching. So many punching. Kicking and so gunnings. Many kickings and gunnings, yeah. Which... I guess is probably just true to that. Yeah, I'm sure that's part of Walker, Texas Ranger. I always want to say talker. Wexus Tranger. Pretty much. Carmine Granger. I'm pretty sure I'm having a stroke 24-7. But we, the big thing that we gleam from this opening sequence is we got blonde guy and brunette guy. Mm -hmm. And they are going to kick ass together. They're going to be partners. That is Well, we don't know they're going to be partners just yet. Well, but you can tell that they're going to be... F- they're buds. They're, they're, they're doing friends. stuff together. They know each other in some capacity. No, but in the opening sequence, they're they're fighting, like, kind of simultaneously. Oh, like, together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, And we now. should say, Chuck Norris, not a regular on this show. No, we he gets get... a special appearance yeah, by. Correct. And not on this show very much. No, he just... There's two characters in the show that show up just for, uh, like, exposition, like, just to tie those loose ends mm-hmm. it's him and the bartender butch but let's get into the main okay let's get into the it. story morgan we were supposed to be getting into it already hey, let's get into it let's continue getting into Ba-da-da! it okay there is a woman walking down a dark street she's a just so you know your run-of-the-mill blonde lady at first i thought it was christine bransky but that was because again we're watching this on youtube in 140p <laughs> it um, wasn't that bad it was it was way more watchable than adventures oh my god that was terrible no yeah so she's walking and she's you can tell that she's being followed and we've got she's all nervous mm, beautiful music is scoring this So, yeah, it's like dark and noiry. It's well, and I feel atmospheric. Like our soulful woman is singing things like "She's on the lookout." Yeah, like legit she's like giving you the exposition yeah, of what's happening. It happens only a couple of times, but there are a few times, and it does at this beginning part because I was really confused what was going on. Mm-hmm. I, was it singing she's or so was it talking? Scared. It was kind of like a sing talk. It's like a sing talk, but she was she's like walking down the street and she's gonna get stabbed by somebody. Probably, we're not sure what's gonna happen yet. Just keep watching thunder 
So she finally like is fumbling with her keys. She gets to her building. Well, she walks by. She walks by uh, like a homeless dude, and she's like, (gasps) "Ah, spooky!" But it wasn't. He was just a. He was just a guy walking by her, and she's like, "Oh, phew!" And then jump scare. And then there is a gentleman standing in front of her, and and she gets she gets startled. But oh no! But we we focus up. It's okay. Police badge. Police badge. Guys, he's not a good guy. He immediately lunges down, strangles this blonde lady. And she's dead. Okay. Thunder. Popo show up. Yeah. We we got our detective. We're we're introduced to Detective Sandoval, who is brunette guy Mm -hmm. from the credits. Um, I should say that everyone, with the exception of our bad guy, and then the, for whatever reason, Chicago and other (laughs) cop guy that works at the precinct, and Chuck Norris, and the bartender so, so there's like there's a good handful i'm removing those people from the but the rest of this cast for sure has been in front of the days of our lives casting director okay they all look like soap stars uh-huh so pretty much the same face just different colors of hair and physiques right so, they're just like pretty people that are not particularly interesting correct and that's fine that's that's fine within this context that's all we need yeah so sandoval shows up he's got his partner brunette lady don't know her name detective kelly okay great cool um he gets the lowdown lady strangled we learn that this has been going on for a while but this time it's different there was a letter left and it's it's a riddle it's addressed specifically to detective sandoval Mm -hmm. and it is a riddle a la like the Zodiac Killer. Right. I don't know what it was, but it was one of the doopity-doo, 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 doopity-doo. And then shock face. <gasps> okay. Uh, oh, I should mention that there, this is a plot that we don't really need to get into, but uh, as our brunette, detective brunette lady, again, ladies in this show only serve two purposes, to be murdered <laughs> or to support our male characters. And in a very generic line. ways. Yeah. Anyway, um, we learn that his, so Detective Kelly has a crush on Trent. We don't know who Trent is yet, but we can guess that it's going to be the blonde guy from okay. the opening credits. I didn't even follow what was going on with this, but. But we I'll learn later that Detective Sandoval is in love with his partner, even oh though God. I'm pretty sure HR should be involved on in that because that does not seem kosher. Anyway. Okay. So he gets this uh, cryptography. What? What do you call that? I guess a brittle, but like. It's not quite cryptography. Like, that's what the Zodiac Killer did, right? Sure. You're a big, you're a big expert on the Zodiac Killer. It's just like a poem. It's just a rhyming thing. Whatever. Um, okay. They go to the uppercut bar. They go to the uppercut bar, which has its own specific sting, which is pretty amazing. I need you to cut that in here. Crazy, crazy, crazy. The world is in a spin. Wasn't that Wasn't that beautiful, guys? That was gorgeous. I probably didn't do that. Um, so Trent, blonde guy from the opening credits, is meeting up with Detective uh, Sandoval. Um, bartender Butch is there. We learn that Trent, blonde guy, had gotten uh, shot by somebody he doesn't know who. And he has his arm in a sling. Yeah. Which he doesn't in the rest of the episode. No. Clearly, thus, he is a superhero human person. <laughs> he heals amazingly. We've, but we find out that he's a private investigator. Yes, he's a PI. Cool. Uh, what else? Well, do we through some from that? really heavy exposition, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. There's, no, it there's a matter. lot of exposition in this he, show. He asks Butch to get him in contact with somebody that could be a lead for whoever shot him. One Eye Jack. One Eye Jack. Which I was just like, well, clearly it's not going to be 
literally a person with an eye patch. Why would you assume it wasn't going to be? Uh, because I thought the show would be above it. But again, it's oh. written by a computer. So what? You know, mm-hmm. that's on me. So that's like, on me. Hey, guys, this one's on me. Like stock villain running, running the numbers. Another interstitial. We are in Sensei Norris's dojo and Trent is there. And we learn here that Trent doesn't like to use guns. Yeah. Chuck Norris says, if you're not going to use a gun, you're going to have to learn to use something. He doesn't have a Texas Texan accent. Chuck Norris? Yeah. No, he doesn't ever have a Texas accent. But you accent. just went into a drawl. Okay, well, whatever. Like you're Sorry, from... Uh, let me do it like Chuck Norris. If you're not going to use a gun, you're going to have to use something. Oh my God, what just happened? My panties are Norris, gone. I'm Chuck Norris, and this is how oh I act. Oh my God. He sounded just like him. <laughs> I was transported. Okay, so he gives him... Fucking ninja stars. Ninja stars. But he calls them something else. Chunkas? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. That's probably like what they're really called. Maybe that's a bad word I just said. <laughs> I apologize. I so try offensive. not to cuss on this program. Clearly. Fucking. Okay. So we do get something I did predict. Yep. So well, there is. Kind of. Kind of. So there is a poster of a person like for gun practice, for shooting practice. Yeah. People but know what those are. You know what? I, you know what it is. I don't know. Why I'm taking time to explain it to you. So Chuck Norris is like, see, just take the star and you go. Wah! And he's like getting him at. In the head. And like in the head, like him. very pointed spots yeah. that I'm sure are worth a lot of points because they're playing a game, right? right. That's what they're doing. Um, no. And then, so Trent goes to throw it and he gets some in the nuts. Wait, he, <laughs> he hits him right in the leg and like right next, like in the oh, inner yeah. thigh. And then he's, he's basically like. I don't think it's going to injure him, but. It's sure going to scare the heck out of him. Cue laugh track. Just kidding. Because it's right show. by his nards. That that would that, that's what the show is missing is a laugh track. So then now, oh my god! Now okay. we go back to the police we go station. Go back to the police station. And Sandoval is like, I think I might have an idea of why this guy is after me specifically. And then, he, then there's a flat. We oh we turn on. He, he, he puts in a VHS tape, and he's like. This might have something to do with it. And then he's like, fuck this guy. He's a little douche with a small dick. And I hope that he fucking dies. And I hate his guts. And I dare him to murder somebody. He's being interviewed by police or by 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 a news news reporter at a previous crime scene in the series of stranglings. Mm And as he says specifically, specifically, specifically calls him a pathetic little loser and he, that he's desperate for attention. With but a he little is, wiener. He says a little wiener. I mean, at least the implication was there. Also, why is this detective wearing, is it just because it's 1999 or whatever? He's got like a lot of wide cable knit uh, turtlenecks we're wearing left and right in this film. I'm telling you, they film. really just watched a bunch of cop shows and they were like, I think this is what detectives wear. I don't know. Anywho, this is when we get more credits. Killer, uh, this is when the killer calls. Uh, and, he's, and he's saying, like, baseball things over and over for some reason. Oh, so yeah, the killer calls him directly at the office and is just like, hey, hey, Sandoval. You and he doesn't have that. He sounds like he's from New York. He's like, just you so want to you know. play a game, Sandoval? Yeah, Joe Pesci's on the line. Joe Pesci's our killer. Uh, <laughs> snakes. I don't know, snakes. Um, he's like, whether you like it or not, you're in, you're gonna play this game with me. And, and then, Sandoval's like, I don't really want to though. And then we get uh, now. Now it's cut to a commercial for the first time, and we just get the the, the lady singing, and she just goes crazy crazy again i had to stop taking notes because this is so fucking amazing (laughs) okay why would that be and you're playing 
whether you like it or not. So now Sandoval's like, okay, this guy can get a hold of me. He is specifically going to taunt me. That's what this, that's what the A story is. That's what Sandoval says to the audience. Hey, here's your (laughs) A story. We cut to a hallway at the police. Yeah. I wasn't entirely sure what was happening in this scene. I guess that Walker is like a special helper for their division. Or he's like a, oh yeah. But also they say like he's on his way to Quantico. Which I wrote down, why in the fuck is Chuck going to Quantico? Yeah. Is he in the FBI? I don't fucking know. What I do know. I look Maybe like? Maybe we should know more about Walker Texas. It doesn't Stranger. matter. Okay. So that was scene didn't matter. No. Nope. And stay But wow, then we wow. finally get to some mother trucking butt kicking. Oh my God. Again, Trent, everything I could have wanted and more. Although, no, that's not true. We didn't get any butt shots. I really wanted a Jean Claude Van Damme, like, butt like squeeze right shot. On his ass. We didn't get that. But, but. who knows? <laughs> <laughs> There are five more episodes that I will be digging into. <laughs> so, um, so Butch had told Trent, hey, your lead is One-Eyed Jack. Mm-hmm. One-Eyed Jack is at a pool hall. And Trent's like, yo, bro, my name's Trent. I have absolutely no idea what happens in the scene, except they fight. Well, because, yeah, he's like, I hear you've got n- I hear information you ha- for me. I hear you got a face and I got a foot. I'm going to kick it with my foot. So One-Eyed Jack has cronies playing pool with him. And then, of course, there is a... Okay, I counted, and I'm sure there are more, and in total over the episode, eight roundhouse kicks, <laughs> uh, four of which happen in this scene. So Trent is, of course, beating up four other dudes with pool cues. He's bre- breaking over dudes' heads. He's punching. He's kicking. No, but he doesn't use a gun because he's not... He's yeah. not about that. Really was I like was on the edge of my seat hoping for a nut check. We did not get a nut check no. on this, guys. We I do, know you're playing at home. We do get some really bad, hilarious sound effects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Whoa, that was peaking. Blew the shit out of that one. But a lot of <laughs> uh, <laughs> one guy was really into it. <laughs> um okay. Deed. And then Scooby was there. Yeah, it was you know what? CBS said, spare no expense. <laughs> uh, much like John Hammond. Um, now. When I Jack's like, okay, you must mean business. And then Trent's like, Butch sent me. And he's like, oh, I got the information you need. You need to go find this guy, Bobo. And th- that's basically the end of the scene. Yeah, I don't know what happens. Who fucking scene. knows what's going on People with People get beat up by Trent. Now we get to drugs. There's some drug dealers and they're selling heroin, right? Oh, in the warehouse? Yeah. Is that what they were doing? Yeah. Okay, so he immediately goes to the warehouse that uh, One-Eye Jack sends him to. Yep. Or with One-Eye Jack. He's like, okay. One-Eye Jack goes, checks it out. He's like, Bobo's in there. There are four guys in there. And then he said, and Tommy guns. And at first, I was like, this show is willing to stoop so low. Is Tommy guns a person? Mm -hmm. And I thought I was expecting to run into a person named Tommy guns. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just they had Tommy guns. I'm expecting more of a I, reaction out of you, and I'm kind of disappointed I, by I this. I didn't... One, I didn't hear that in the episode, so I'm, this is the first time I'm learning of it. Two, I don't know that it matters that much, because whoever this person is... Well, his name is Bobo, so it's not that guy. And three, I'm pretty sure Tommy Gunn is the main character in Rocky Five that Rocky fights. So, just that's what I was thinking about. 
Anywho, so we come back into the warehouse and uh, Bobo is doing nefarious things and you're like, you know what? Hey, bad guys, let's do our bad guy thing. Let's sell our drugs. And then over the speaker, <laughs> that sly little Trent with his sweet oiled up He's nips. He's such a rascal. And his just deeply toned thighs um, is like, Hey, I got, oh, so, because Bobo sets it up and says, we're going to do bad guy things. Any questions? And then that's when Trent comes over and he's like, I got a question. Why'd your mom name you Bobo? How'd your mother ever come up with the name Bobo? Slam! Baba Booey! And then... Slow-mo kicking and punching. Yeah, lots more. We're in here for a while. All right, we get out of that. There's machine guns. There's guitar stings. And we cut to Sandoval having lunch with his partner. By the way, right now, the credits have finished rolling. Just now. That's how fucking long the credits roll. Listen, I want you to turn into a computer and try to come up with a television show and then produce that. Anyway, so Sandoval's at a very nice lunch with his partner, pretty brunette lady. Detective Kelly. Um, anyway. They're, uh, yeah, they're they're having a romantic lunch kind question of, mark. Which again, where's HR in this? I want I mean, I want that storyline. Um but, and so, she's being really coy with him and is like, Why did you become a cop? What do you want to say? Michael. Well, so it's turn. really hard to read whether A, whether this is supposed to be romantic uh, lunch. Nice. Thank you. Uh I think it is. But now, but then she starts asking him questions that are like date one questions like they're partners and maybe or maybe not they're into each other did i not say where's hr no i'm not talking about that i'm saying isn't it weird that they haven't ever talked about why he's a cop until right now well when you're on the beat (laughs) as i have been wont to do I'm just saying it's You're it's focused on the work. It's more hand. lazy exposition where she's like, no, by is. the way, anyway, well, how did you want to become a she's cop? She's a fucking woman in this show. And that's all she's there to do is Wait. to help set up these dudes. And she's going to get kidnapped. Okay. Let's now you jump in the gut. Okay. And, anyway. and he's like, well, I became a cop because my brother got murdered when I was a kid. What is he? Batman? Oh, yeah. He does make a joke about applying to the he superhero he's Academy. like well my first choice was i don't fucking was, care about these people but wait because it's the best it's my favorite delivery in the in the whole show because he's okay, like you have five seconds to do it <laughs> okay but he says well my first choice was superhero academy but they didn't take me and then she goes superhero academy huh like that's just such a stupid response that's like it would be in like bad acting class well because she's there's nothing going on behind her eyes she is just here to help set up this male character now i've fulfilled my duty and then so a waitress comes in and is like yo pretty brunette cop you have (laughs) see i'm doing what the show is doing Mm -hmm. uh you have a phone call which is one of my favorite plot devices. Devices. <laughs> hey! The, the accents you... come and go. The accents come and go. <laughs> I, don't, I am not, you know, discriminatory of any regions. Forget about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, she's got a phone call. She's going to go take it. All of a sudden, we hear her screaming and people yelling, he's got a knife. Uh, Sandoval's like, oh, shit. Trouble's, trouble's here. Trouble has come to me. Mark it's time for me to kick some ass. Um, so, killer. The killer is there at the restaurant. He has taken a pretty brunette lady hostage out on the roof of this restaurant. 
and he's got a knife to her throat. And this is where the show gets like pretty brutal. Like I was like, oh dang. But it was brutal, but like I was like, okay, fine. This is a normal device. We know what we know how this is going to shake down. Right. He's going to have to comp the Sandoval is going to have to compromise himself as a cop, and like just to play into this guy's hands, he's going to push the cop the the partner away, and then he's going to be in trouble for whatever reason because he didn't handle the the process right. Mm -hmm. He doesn't handle this process right. But this show, this is when I was like, fuck yeah, we're in. This show rules fucking kills his partner yeah and she gets her throat slit Slit right in front of him and then pushes the body right towards sandoval yeah but hang on before we get we're getting a little bit ahead of that because they have like this kind of like showdown yeah and basically the guy is like the the guy is basically saying like i'm a cop like he just keeps saying stuff because he keeps citing like you're not following procedure blah 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 and yeah. row it's like oh i six. think i think all cops know that you have to do this certain thing and then he keeps saying cop stuff and it's like super obvious that he's a, that he's like a cop but he's not pick the other uh sandoval's not picking up on it anyway he says like put your gun on the ground and then so sandoval does and then he's like don't you know it's the first rule of copping that you never put your gun on the ground a hostage negotiation and then he slices her fucking throat and, and jumps he, off the building my god you're peeking he jumps off the building he does he fucking and this is the longest free fall shot i've ever seen in my life on I was, television like scared for this guy like i was the stunt man yeah and um, also, like, he pulls his pair. He has a parachute. Yeah. Surprise. But he pulls it, like, way, way too fucking too late. late. Like, I was like, if you pull a parachute that late, you're going to hit the f- ground. Yeah. he. I'm surprised. I'm just, yeah. I, I, I'm like, did somebody die in that shot? Or break their legs, at least. Because then we cut to a wide shot where he's still, like, way above the ground. And then yeah. he pulls the chute. And I was like, nah, he was way closer to the ground we, in that other shot. We're going to take a moment to pour <laughs> one out for our buddy. <laughs> that guy died. Stunt guy number one. So he gets away like a Batman villain. So this is when we get introduced to Ryan. I don't know what his last name is. He is another detective. I wrote Brian. Or Brian. Who knows? Ryan Brian. His name is Ryan Brian. But he's like, yo, no, he's more of a Chicago in yeah. accent. I can't quite I do can't that. do it, but he has an accent and it's funny. It's kind of a tough guy slash the bears going. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I heard you. First of all. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. We forgot to say that when the killer lands, he says, yeah, <laughs> yeah he, t- he takes a victory lap. Yeah! This show, <laughs> like, it's like, it's like seeing God or whatever your interpretation of God is. That's what this show was for me. It was a true spiritual experience. Okay um uh, ryan brian is like yo i heard you killed your lady cop you're sucks not, you're not doing i this. can't do it i can't do the accent but i can do a mean britney spears <laughs> and it sounds a little something, something like, like this. um he's like you didn't do what you were supposed to do you were supposed to cop better super failed at that uh Wait, also he, he's got a pretty good burn also go ahead he says because he's like, you don't know what happened. You weren't there. And he says, yeah, you're right. I wasn't there. But I bet Detective Kelly wishes I was. Uh, oh, And this burn. is when Marco Sandoval goes trying to punch in little man. Oh, and he calls him. <laughs> he says, let me tell you something, peanut. And I was like, why did he call him peanut? You lay your hands on me again and you best be prepared to 
to go all the way. So for a second, I have to say, because the, I was like, is this, how, is this our killer? Did you do that? Did you no, I, oh, I, I thought, thought for a second that it was going to be this guy. I thought that he was going to be the grumbly chief. There's a different guy that's like not grumbly. That's the chief. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. Yeah, yeah. This guy's, this is the same. This guy is just the antagonist that worked like the good antagonist guy. Yeah. But they're on the same rank. They're on the same team. Well, but they're the same rank. They're like equal. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's like a, he's not a, another detective. Yeah. He just like is competing. Detective. This is all important for the people at home. Let's l- really, let's hurry this up because we're going to be here fucking all day. Anyway, he's like, basically the chief, the real chief is like, you're under investigation now. You're going to be taken off the case. This is all you. You did everything bad because you didn't do the procedures correctly. And then Sandoval's like, you know what, then you can't fire me. I quit, bitch. Pretty much. He's like, you leave me no other choice. And he turns in his badge and his gun or his shield as Butch is want is saying left yeah. and right in this fucking whatever. It's my shield. My, why'd you turn in your shield? Okay. It's so like that television show, the shield. Um, Sandoval goes to the bar because we have to see butch butch has to be our oh wait our mary sue i guess is what he is to us go ahead he straight up tells the chief he says he killed my partner captain i can't just let that go and you're like well you know that the police are not just gonna let you yeah you can't just be a separate you can't just go like okay well i'm just gonna keep working on this as a civilian like the police will arrest you for doing that so don't just tell the captain that's what you're gonna do but he does he gets a lot he gets away with a lot in this episode. Yeah. They go back to the bar. Continue. Butch is like, well, you know, this, you can't, you can't just give up if you want to take care of things. I don't know exactly. He gives him a pep talk. Um, and then Butch then again is our through line. Uh, ends up going to the dojo where Trent is working on his ninja throwing stars thing. Yeah. He's there for a long time working on that ninja star stuff. And he's he not getting any it. better. He sucks. What what is this guy good for other than just being blonde? Well, probably at no point in this episode will the Ninja Stars play a factor. Probably, clearly not. Um, okay, then Trent is like we learned that Butch had filled Trent in on what happened with Sandoval. Trent goes to Sandoval's apartment and is like, "Dude, I'm so sorry, bro. Sorry that They're you're totally gonna hook up." I kind of want it. Seem like they might. There was like one slow, like jazzy wah, number, wah, and I was wah, like, wah, just, but then just kiss. Then the killer calls and interrupts their yeah, romantic this evening. This killer fucking has his home number. It's one thing to call him at the at the office at the office at the precinct, but at his home, this is getting dangerous. And um, then, and then uh, Carlos just straight up hangs up on him while he's talking, and I was like, that was rude. And then he, and then Trent is like, you need some help. Carlos is like, yeah, I do. And that's when they team up to yeah. become the Thunder Brothers. Sons of Thunder! Yeah! So they go to the precinct the next day and they tell little Chicagoan man, like, hey, listen. Oh, because they, because the killer said, did you check the mail today? Right? Is that the that point? Yeah, I guess. I thought I wrote that down. No, that's later because I wrote that down. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Literally matter. everything for the rest of this episode is the same thing over and over and over. Just go. So we get a succession of, this is what we'll set. We know. Here are the things that you need to know. Trent and Sandoval are hooking up professionally, guys, professionally. Um, There's a woman named Maria that works at the police right. station. Miss Cortez. Miss Cortez. She's the, She's somebody that works at a police station. No, she's, she's in charge of the records. Sure. She does whatever these guys need them need her to do. Yeah. With no questions 
just breaks the law for these guys all the time. Well, because she, she believes in their cause. Sure she does. So how do we sum this up? We Okay, so the killer is gonna is sending all these letters and clues to uh, Sandoval. Trent is there to help decipher what the clues are saying. They kind of narrow down that, okay, this guy is somehow connected to police work. We do get a flashback back to the interview where he's like, that small little man who's so desperate for con- for attention. It's like in black and white and yeah, like slow-mo. Um, they do a lot of those so they flashbacks. Go, they go to Miss Cortez. With echoing voices. And, um, and that's when I said he was a man, 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 man. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, so, yeah. So our records lady, at first, he's like, I think you need to pull all of the records of police officers that have been discharged. So that's the route they go down. Right. First. And it takes them, apparently, all day long. Yeah. They, they have, like, this like, little manila folder, and they're like, okay, 12 hours later, we finally finished going through them. I'm like, you could have gone faster than that, yeah. guys. Um, and then we get, this is when we get amped up, or we, like, rack up the, the tension here a little bit. Um, killer guy sends a letter where they're, it's an anagram, basically, and they get a name out of the letter. And we learn, we cut to this woman who's at home alone, and then there's a knock at the door, and it's a police officer who's like, hey, there were reports of burglaries in the area. <laughs> hey, some bullshit excuse. Can I come into your can house? I, but can I come into your home? First of all, ladies, don't ever. If you, I don't care if they look like a cop. You demand to see their badge number. You are You have every right to call that in. Mm-hmm. Don't just let don't just let them into your fucking house because guess what's going to happen? What will when one thousand percent happen? <laughs> Every single time you're going to get will strangled. Uh, this woman gets murdered, and then somehow Sandoval they get like privy know. to information on. There's these. also a lot in this section, a lot of montages with the uh, and there was thunder raining down. Well, because they're like going through paperwork yeah. and shit. But they're really bonding. They're doing detective stuff. That's what I wrote a lot of times. There's detective a lot stuff. of detectiving going on. And we get and like there's like a second time when another lady gets kidnapped and killed, and it's like the exact same thing. And then, yeah, like, but, they, but didn't we just have a lady get killed? Do we need another one? Does it matter? I told you, women. This is the computer program has deciphered that all women in these programs are there to serve two things, to help support the male characters or be murdered by them. So now they're at the precinct again. They just hang out there all the time. Yeah. Even though well, they're not cops. There's, there's no way that that would be allowed. No, they'd be like, if you we, see these we, guys, get them the hell out of the fucking this precinct. Is, this has got to be grounds for arrest. Anyway, they're hanging out with... What's her face again? Cortez. Cortez. Learn her fucking... She's one of the few women in this story. You didn't remember Detective Kelly. Uh, Whatever. Um, Then the killer walks in. (gasps) Yeah. All dressed up like a cop. And they're like, what? No, no, no. After he leaves. No. It takes them way too long to figure it out. Let's set this up. This is important. So uh, Trent and Sandoval are talking to Miss Cortez about pulling more perps to look at. With nerps. Nerps. I'm sure they've got some glorious oiled up nerps. <laughs> um, so this guy walks in who looks awfully familiar in a cop's uh, uniform and leans to Sandoval and is like, here, hey, dude. Hey, bud. Uh, heard you got super fired or you quit or whatever, but that sucks. What are you doing here? And Sandoval's like, uh, go away. You're bothering me, kid. And he's like, oh, you're right. This is none of my business. I bet you think I'm a stupid fucking loser, huh? <laughs> 
and then like pauses and then slowly turns away and walks out and then like flashback he's a stupid fucking loser loser, and there's like a a real like joey tribbiani reaction a a slow reveal of like wait a second (gasps) i think i left the oven on and then and then the other guy's like oh i know he's a cop and then there's and he's like no He's not a cop. Yeah, Sandoval's like, no, he's not a cop. He's somebody who wants to be a cop. And this is where he's like... He wishes he was a cop. He's like, Cortez. Poor fucking Cortez. She's got her own story I know that she wants to have told in this fucking episode. And she doesn't get it. But he's like, Cortez, pull up all the people who were denied into the Academy in the last two years. Now, I have to say this. This man looks like he's 47 years old. (laughs) What 47-year-old is trying to get into the police academy that's bad news bears yeah well he wouldn't be getting in that's for sure so but you should be put i don't know what you're gonna do you should be put on a list if you're 47 and thinking that you're gonna get into the police academy (laughs) i said it i said it they didn't let him in for psychological reasons yeah come on so we we confirm that this is our guy they run out sandoval runs out chases him um we get a foot chase we get a foot chase we get a shootout shootout we get a car crash get a car crash Cabbie is shot. Where he's Sandoval's. like, for like two seconds, he's like, you guys okay? All right, see ya. And I was like, they didn't even answer you. He's like, yeah, whatever, call 911. Sandoval gets hit by a car. The car, like, <laughs> the whole windshield smashes in. And this car's like, you good? And then just takes off. Um, So, <clears throat> Sandoval has chased our killer down an alley. He's doing real fun, like, whippy gun out arm movements we're getting guitar and he's doing a lot of over the shoulder acting and he's searching searching for somebody he gets he rounds the corner of a dumpster and he doesn't see right over his shoulder the fucking killer and i have to say what's the name of the actor speaking of zodiac who, who's what's the name of the actor that plays drew carey's brother on the drew carey show john carroll lynch that's what this guy looks like to me kind of he looks kind of like that guy and he also but like with a combination of of the guy from true blood that plays the the shitty cop oh yeah i forget what that guy's name is he kind of has a larry miller type but i know it's not larry <laughs> miller okay anyway so he's also on the wire he's in the second season sandoval is not paying attention the killer's right behind him just like pops out of the dumpster like a -a whack-a-mole and is like says something shitty like the hunter has become the hunted he doesn't say that i did that i'm a better writer than this computer program um takes his gun cold cocks uh sandoval over the head Sandoval falls down. Now, this motherfucker jumps out of the dumpster, stands over his body, and then, like, karate chops him in the neck. Uh Fucking karate chops him in the neck. Everybody karate chops in this show. And then, like, stomps on his shoulder. I don't fucking know. It doesn't make sense. I feel like maybe Chuck Norris took that day off and no one was overseeing the stunts. Anywho. This is the, the, now at this part for the rest of the show, I was just like, I don't, whatever. This is, it's all whatever. I don't care. So, at some for some reason he's able to kidnap uh maria cortez yeah because he saw cortez talking with sandoval but she knows she saw him she knows that he's the killer why does she allow herself to get kidnapped and she's in the police station i'm sorry we victim shaming on this program on this program (laughs) i'm just saying 
how did she go from being in the police station surrounded by police officers to being kidnapped by this guy who she knew how was the kidnapper? How many times do I have to tell you? Because she is solely there to move the plot forward. So, so she gets kidnapped. She gets they kidnapped go to rescue by her. John Carroll Lynch. What's his name? That's his name. Merrill Lynch. That, that is not who this person is, but yes, that's, that's his name. That's who it is. It's fine. Um, Sandoval and... Oh, because... Somehow they get a letter or clue that Cortez Whatever. has been it taken. It's another one of these fucking clues. They go. Trent and Sandoval go to this warehouse where. And perform lots and lots of karate. Well, not yet. Okay, go ahead. Because we're, we're, we're going to do a callback to the beginning of the episode. These, they're now in a hostage situation again. And he was admonished by the killer mm-hmm. for giving up his gun. And Sandoval's like, not this fucking time, buddy. Bucko. I'm gonna hold on to this gun, but, but I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna count cunt. Right. Talk about the most <laughs> random use of a profanity on this episode. They're gonna count down. I'd like to apologize to my mother who does not listen to this program. Um, uh, I'm gonna count down to, to from three to one, and you're gonna let go of Miss Cortez. And Miss Cortez is like fucking no just shoot this guy like yeah. let's not play games my life is not my life is not for you to just you like he's like shh, 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 shut up stupid woman three <laughs> two two and a half and then when he goes to count to one what Shing! happens fucking ninja star right in his goddamn hand and he's like ah wilhelm scream <laughs> We actually get like some blood, some uh, some. We violence. did, yeah. I was like, ooh, nice. It was it was pretty tasty. And then, well, it was rated TV fourteen. Oh shit! Um, so now we get karate between Sandoval and the killer for like blah, a long blah, time. Blah, it's like a lot fighting. of karate. It's like they had to fill the time clearly. Um, anyway, Sandoval, uh, they beat him. They apprehends this guy. They beat him to death, and then he's dead. No. <laughs> And they just <laughs> knock him out. They apprehend him. Yeah. And then they're like, I think we make a pretty good team. And then they high five each other. And then the police come and they're I like, you guys are in so much trouble. You can't just go around doing shit without being a police officer. That's not that. You should be arrested. And the, then, like the little Chicago one guy yeah. is saying that. Yeah. And then you but, guys can't do that. You should be arrested. Eh? But then, then the chief guy was like the, the chief of police walks in. He's like, well, I thought you could. Well, I thought you guys did a good job. Guys, yeah. listen, you guys might be operating a little bit outside of the rules, but you know what? God damn it. You're one hell of a cop. You're two hell of a cops, even though one of you is not even a cop. But I, <laughs> hey, you're, I never put that resignation in. I I'm never one, did. Your badge is waiting for you. I'm one week away from retirement. <laughs> uh yeah and he's like so sandoval i didn't turn it in so so you can be a cop again again because good job beating the shit out of this guy and then sandoval's like you know what suck my dick well he said i'm gonna have to think about it but you could tell the gleam in his eyes said he makes a pretty clear decision immediately yeah he's gonna start a detective agency with trent which i'm like okay first of all just let's let's pause for reality for a second sandoval is living in this nice ass loft apartment overlooking dallas that i know is not cheap on his cop salary (laughs) not really a cop salary kind of thing well he's like a detective maybe that's a higher yeah to be fair i don't know i have no idea what do they make like five million a year (laughs) yeah um topical (laughs) uh but 
definitely more than what a PI is going to be making. Right. Anywho, so he decides to go with, oh my God. And then this episode is still going on, but that's fine. It's I'm almost over. It. It's almost over. And then Chuck Norris shows up. Chuck Norris. Norris. Sure, sure. Chuck Norris. Then Chuck Norris shows back up and I was like, holy shit, I forgot Chuck Norris is on this show. And he's like, hey guys, there's a, a good space for you to, you to be a detective agency. It's on top of like, the bar. Well, not, he doesn't say that. Whoever says but that. But Butch says that. Our other plot, Devoice. Devoice? I don't know what's happening. Is it because I've had four <laughs> days off and I just can't speak and I'm not a coherent individual right now? Butch is there and he's Morgan, like... don't just randomly say the C word again. Country loving mother clucker. Um, Butch is like, you can have your office above my bar. Cool. And end of episode. Did you notice that while they were drinking beers, Chuck Norris had a coffee cup? Oh, Chuck Norris can't. He can never. He can never let himself be. Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be on his toes always. Oh, fucking Chuck Norris. Anyway, uh, and fuck freeze toys. frame ending because of course this show has a freeze frame ending. But then, what do we really end on though? The song again. But what's playing? What What are we seeing visually? The credits. We're seeing stock footage of fucking lightning bolts left and right all over the city because of Dallas. They're the Thunder Bros. Thunder, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the show. Okay, guys. we watched it. Now it's time to say something nice. Morgan. Uh, There is not one bit of boring material throughout this 45-minute show. How long was it? It's like 42 minutes. Yeah. I was, again, I put down my notepad because it was getting so distracting writing down notes so that I couldn't keep up and I just wanted to live in the moment. Mm -hmm. It was entertaining AF, as the kids like to say, hashtag blessed. (laughs) So mm, that's my something nice. Okay. But was it entertaining genuinely? Yeah. I felt, I mean, was it, was the intention (laughs) of the television producers for it to be entertaining the way that I was Uh receptive to the entertainment? Absolutely not. But that doesn't matter. It's all beauty is in the eye of the beholder, Okay, okay. I'm just saying, usually we try to say something that you enjoyed unironically, but... I unironically loved (laughs) this. No, that is not true. I loved all of it. Michael? I like that it was, even though it was stupid... I like that it was, like, dark. Like, they were like, what if we made Walker Texas Ranger? But it was, like, it really was what I said. I, almost everything I got right. It really was, like, Chuck Norris watched Seven and was like, what if we made Walker Texas Ranger Seven style? Because the whole thing is done like a noir, and it's, yeah. like, dark, and it's the people getting their throats slit. Uh, but we're jumping also, off of buildings. There's also ninja stars and people karate Oh, did we punching. say that at the beginning when uh, our killer as detective pretty face uh, on the roof of the restaurant he's wearing like a ninja mask he is yeah continue so yeah i thought it was an interesting take on making a spinoff for a walker texas ranger show that i've never seen maybe walker Te- texas ranger is super dark like this i don't know i think probably not no i think there's gonna be a lot more jesus moments um and oh, and ironically I did love, ironically, all of the stupid music. Music is... 
like you I really please take the time to cut in some of it because it's so, it's so good and we we our description is not enough like i got i need to hear it I, I have to find the one where they say crazy yeah like, i want to so look stupid. up that lady like i need to give her a few bucks yeah it's weird because the lady does all the singing throughout the show but it's a guy that sings this the song in the beginning and yeah, the what end the fuck is that well in the beginning it, but it's the same song yeah the theme song itself does kind of have a chris gainsy kind yeah. of feel to it oh, it's God. thunder thunder brothers detective agency they got thunder morgan would you watch another episode fuck, of yes <laughs> Yes, I'm going to probably watch this when you leave for There's work this no evening. There's no way that's true, but okay. Who knows? Morgan, why is this show called Sons of Thunder? I don't know. There is no reason. Is it? Well, okay, so... Unless there's something from Walker, Texas Ranger that we don't know. Like, there could be, And his or... nickname is, what's his name? Trent Thunder McDougal, whatever his name is. Malloy. What was, the, what was on the P.I. sign? Huh? I, it just said Sons of Thunder when, like, they become partners. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are they named no, that? No, is that what's on their... Uh, their yeah. Oh. I don't fucking know. It's, is that a... Like, maybe it's a Texan thing, but <laughs> I, I don't maybe. know. Yeah, if you know, write at write us. Write in, please. Write at us. Tell us why... <laughs> just... Just write something on a piece of paper, ball it up, and throw it at our faces. Yeah, just drive by. It's, uh... Would I watch another episode... This was honestly one of the most fun shows that we've watched. Mm-hmm. There, it wasn't. I'm not quite on Morgan's level. Uh, there was. Oh man, it's so good. I guys. checked how much longer there was twice because I was like, mostly because they kept like wrapping it up, and I was like, is this over? And then it wasn't over. Um, yeah, I'd watch another episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, sure, why not? I feel like the show is out so much more enthusiastic. Of, of all the shit that we've watched, this is definitely one of the most entertaining. The, the fight sequences are dumb, but they are pretty fun. A lot of kicking and punching. Mm-hmm. If you're into kicking and punching, which, you know, I am. What else do we do? Uh, cut the shit. Morgan, could you cut the goddamn shit? Have we recommended this yet? What? There is a new series on Netflix called the haunting of hill house Did no we haven't um a lot of I've, listen i don't oh. need to go into detail because it's super popular and a lot of people are watching it um did you? I'm trying to remember if did I you, did or not. Are you farting? Is that what that face is? <sighs> um, gross, Michael. I don't remember if I... It doesn't matter. I'm no, going to recommend Nobody it. listens to this show. Uh, so, for the one person who is. Uh, Haunting of Hill House. I was very skeptical, and I was like, this is going to be some bullshit. Was not at all ex- what I expected. It wasn't some bullshit. Um, instead of being like the jump em, scare em kind of show I was expecting, it was a pretty a realistic look at childhood trauma at mental illness that runs in families uh just the family dynamic in general but at the same time spooky spooky spooks uh lots of moments where they have just random ghosts in the shot that they don't call attention not at all and then you're just like watching a shot and you're like holy fucking shit there's a person staring directly into camera at me right now and we're not talking about it uh so the haunting of hill house michael can Uh, you cut the shit please thank you uh yes and i i just wanted to say the way that i've been describing haunting of hill house oh do tell is it's the shining meets six feet under okay that's fair so if you like that idea of combining like a stephen king-esque like haunting story with the drama of six feet under 
up your alley. What I'm going to recommend this week is the Netflix original series. Hey, Netflix, you want to give us some money? That'd be great. Thanks. Uh, uh, which they call the Netflix original series, which is funny because you're like, nah, which is Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, yeah. Uh, the new season is called The Gauntlet, and it's actually season 12 of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. But now with Jonah Ray or Jonah heston in quit in quest in question marks in quotation marks are you high and a little bit and it's really good we've only watched the first three episodes but they've all been pretty entertaining i especially loved mac and me mac and me is so fucking good and if you're like us and you watched it as a child oh please watch this well i mean i've watched it both as a child and as a bad movie aficionado and now as an mst3k and all all versions are great um, I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. And oh, really? Watching it with adult eyes. With... It's fucking nightmare fuel. Oh, my God. It's horrible. It's it's both awful and s- horrific. Like, why was this ever allowed to be released? Well, yeah, I mean, I say this for every 80s movie like that. Cocaine is the only answer for that. But it's so weird because it would make more sense if this was just some shitty movie that came out and was like, sh- you know, swept under the rug or something. But this was endorsed by mcdonald's like mcdonald's like made this movie yeah and you're like mcdonald's has a shit ton of money why is this what they made do you think that they hired somebody like troll a troll two it's like an italian person is directing it and i don't think so wrote it Uh, maybe but i don't know i think they were just like i don't know just do some fucking et knockoff bullshit but you think they could have made a better movie than that it's it's really 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 bad anyway ms23k does a really good job at uh riffing on it and that show in general is is really funny uh obviously we've taken uh some of that idea for our show making fun of dumb garbage anyway i think that is it do you have anything else you want to say any podcast to throw out there is this the end of the episode are we done talking I think we're done talking. I think we're done talking. Hey guys, I hope y'all had a good turkey day. I'm ve- I, I'm going to take this real quick moment to have a good um, Thanksgiving. We celebrated Thanksgiving this year. Um, you know, the day in which we give thanks for vampires. And I'm disappointed that Michael didn't at w- once mention my 22 pound turkey. Um, <laughs> it was quite delicious, and okay, we're still enjoying it as it leftovers. I've prompted it. Anywho, uh, yes, sincere. Uh, I hope that you guys. I mean, it's almost gonna be a week after Thanksgiving when this comes out, but but they they want I want them to know where my heart is. Am I drunk? Yeah. Let's wrap this up. Are we dead? Did did this show kill us? (laughs) Is this real life? I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, or pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the work by giving us a quick review on iTunes and sharing us with friends. Guys, we have not got a new review in fucking like eight months it's ridiculous you listen to it you love it take five minutes out of your goddamn day and give us a review that's not i'm not it's not a request do it do it also you can follow us on twitter and instagram at bad reception pod tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch links to recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Bye, kids. Bye.
Sounds good. 